Welcome, fellow last places, to another episode of LPF Debrief, where Chris and I talk about comic books, movies, and TV shows. And if you guys didn't notice, which you can't because I also don't have the video up, so Chris is not here with us today, but we do have Richard with us, and he is going to join me in shaming Chris for not watching Batman. So, Richard, please join us, join me in a shaming of Chris. Shame. Shame. So I'm vengeance. (laughs) So just like Richard just did right there, we are going to be talking about the Batman directed by Matt Reeves, starring Robert Patterson, uh, Zoe Kravitz. I mean, it's a long list. We got Paul Dini. Uh, Who else is in here? We got Colin, like just Mm -hmm. so many big names in this movie. But before we get out to all, before we get to that, we're going to talk about uh, we are five subs away from giving away this mouse. So, guys, please tell a friend, do all that good stuff. That way we can give away this mouse and we could start giving away other things. And as always, we are going to be doing some spoilers. So if you guys don't like spoilers, you can stop now because we are not going to hold back. And I've warned you. So you've got your time to leave now. But if you're into spoilers, then stick around. So. Let's talk about the Batman, Richard. I'm going to ask you first. Yes. Look, before we get into the movie itself, I want to know. I'm going to do this a little bit different. I want to know what was your expectations going into this, um, into the movie. Huh. Um. Well, I guess I'll take you through a like a mini timeline. When it was first announced, I was like, "Really, mm-hmm. Robert Pattinson, the guy from Harry Potter, Cedric Diggory, really?" <laughs> I was never a Hufflepuff, but I guess. And, um, you know, I didn't have much hopes because I haven't seen any of um, Robert Pattinson's other work. I, oh, yeah? you I didn't had watch no Twilight? idea. You didn't watch Twilight? No I didn't, actually. <laughs> okay. I did not watch Twilight. Um, <laughs> I stayed far away. And, you know, I've heard the things of, like, you know, he himself wasn't a fan of that franchise and things like that. And I've heard other good things where he actually is a very talented actor, but I personally have never seen anything. So I, I personally didn't really have any hope for it. I knew we were having a younger Batman in this setting and, you know, he has the younger face and everything. I was like, okay, I guess it, it'll be whatever it is. I, I didn't have, I mean, I don't think anyone had much hope for any DC movie coming out. Mm, that, that, <laughs> you, know? you, you could say that too. So, you know, so that already was, it was kind of like, eh. and uh, as soon as you see that first trailer we got where, you know, he comes in and he brutally beats <laughs> this guy immediately. I was like, I am sold. Let's go. <laughs> Let's and go. And I'm glad you mentioned that because as a person, as a lot of people know, uh, who do follow us. Um, I don't actually watch trailers. So like mm-hmm. um, my experience behind it was kind of like I have seen a lot of Robert Pattinson's work and a lot of people know me. I just love watching movies. So I have seen a lot of his work and I, I know for a fact that he is a really good actor and I've known it for a while because a lot of his work mm-hmm. outside of Twilight has been really good. And um, I mean, and Twilight's not his fault. You know, you take your upcoming actor, you take the roles that know. you can take. You know what I mean? So and fun fact, I found out today that Robert Pattinson Andrew Garfield and Charlie Cox were all roommates in London. 
They didn't know that till really? today. Yeah. That's and, crazy. And that's such a good acting pool. It's kind of ridiculous to think that all three of them were, you know, but it is a small world when it comes to acting. So, but anyway, I knew like, you know, I did expect him to do great. And I was happy for him when I found out that he was getting this role because I know there's a lot of people who haven't watched his other stuff because they are deeper mm-hmm. cuts. So, um, I, I was glad because I was like, you know what? People are going to get to see that this dude is, you know, more than Twilight because we, I mean, us, I'm not, I'm not saying us as in you and I, but a lot of yeah. people do associate um, big actors with like that one role that they know them for. So we got all of Absolutely. those memes that people are like, oh, it's going to be a vampire bad, like all that, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. So I was excited. And then I saw the rest of the cast and I was like, oof. And I, I mean, I am a fan of Matt Reeves work. So I was like, you know what? Let me go in. I'm not going to try to hype myself up. And a lot of people know that Batman is my favorite uh, hero. So I was like, you know, I have to go in there with a, you know, ready, prepared. Like, you know, I mean, I might be let down. I might be super excited. So that was my expectation going in to the movie. So then we the movie. Let's get into talking about the movie itself. Then the movie came out. And uh, let me know what you thought. About the movie, oh, Rich. <laughs> my God. This movie actually went far beyond any mm-hmm. expectation I had. Before, I was just all like, that trailer was awesome. I am That trailer already convinced me that Robert Pattinson was the way to go, right? Mm-hmm. I, the voice, the way he carried himself, I was like, oh, yeah. Like, this is it, right? That movie went far beyond what I could ever imagine it would be. I just thought this was going to be like a decent movie, mm-hmm. right? I I I would have never expected it to being and this may be controversial, probably one of the best Batman movies ever made. And I'm going to reiterate on that before you go on, but I'm not going to say so I want people to understand this. That I'm I I feel like Dark Knight is always going to be my favorite. I think it's always going to be a mixture of nostalgia of us getting what I think is the best iteration of Joker. Um, just the timing, like every how I've experienced it and the amount of times I've watched that movie, right? So I'm, I'm culminating mm-hmm. all of that. But I will agree with you on that. This is 100% to me a top three Batman movie. And I will go as far as saying, like, I was telling uh, my boy Kyle, which um, Richard knows, but I was telling Kyle this, that I was like, that's the most Batman movie we've ever seen. And I don't want people to think that, oh, that means it's the best Batman movie we've seen because it does have its flaws, which we'll get into later on. Mm -hmm. But as far as Batman being concerned, like there was this movie has show was the first movie. I think that has showed all elements of Batman the best. Mm -hmm. Like, and I, that is important. Mm-hmm. It showed all elements of Batman. Mm-hmm. We're not just getting like bruiser Batman. Mm-hmm. We're not just getting dark broody Batman. No, we are getting every like iteration of Batman. Maybe not the cheesy so mm-hmm. much, but yeah. there's even a little bit of that, I would say. Yeah. Um there there's a like a little bit of joking. Yeah, with there, the but... joking with him and Catwoman for sure was the yeah. little bit, yeah. But we are getting kind of like every version of Batman into one and it and it feels natural. It feels mm-hmm. like a natural part of the character. It feels normal and it it was great to watch. Yeah, for sure. And I like just to go on to what I was saying too, is this like it, we never gotten a Batman where I felt like the, what you just said, where we got all three culminated into one. Like I felt like dark Knight did a really good job at, you know, um, showing Batman as like 
the character with its within itself, like showing the character, like trying to, you know, work this out, trying to be in kind of over it. But you know what? I need to get back it. Like, you know, what I mean, like I'm working hard to be Batman. But we didn't see that much of the detective side. We did see a great fighting in Dark right. Knight. We saw obviously the wonderful uh, rogues gallery of Batman in the Dark mm-hmm. Knight. So we did see, you know, the best villain, his arch nemesis at its height, in my opinion. So we did see that of Batman. This movie, though, we saw Detective Batman, which I felt was like never iterated correctly in a movie till now. Like that first scene where he's just like when obviously, you know, Riddler um, for the you guys who've already watched it. Riddler is the main villain in this. And just how when he steps in to talk to Gordon, like and Gordon's like, like, yo, let him in. Like, you know, what I mean, and you could just see him slowly picking up clues that all these other detectives could not pick up right and you're just like man like he's like he sees a little blood on the floor he's picking up the riddles really quickly like it was so refreshing to see him in the light of being what we know as the best detective even though this is you know early this is year two batman which um my next question was going to be but i'll just finish this point real quick was um like we'd never seen that before. I feel like I know mm-hmm. Dark Knight tried to express it when he does the whole bullet thing and then gets the fingerprints right. on the bullet, but it wasn't like this. How you know he has the computer, he has the the contact lens that's recording like all the time, like you know recording his um his moves and all that stuff, like recording conversations and being able to have that communication. Like I've ne- we've never seen that, so I thought it was so good and so refreshing to see that form of Batman that we haven't seen properly, I felt like properly iterated until this movie. So also um, this movie is also based off of one of my favorite Batman stories of all time, which is the long Halloween. And I was going to ask you, and I was going to ask you, have you watched, I mean, have you read the long Halloween just so people know what, what, how we're looking at it too, because I do definitely know that the people who have read long Halloween definitely look at this movie in a different light than the people who have it. Yeah, um, I actually read The Long Halloween. I've seen the recent animated movie they made on The Long Halloween. Um, I'm very familiar with it. And um, I think this movie does a pretty good job, I gotta say. And I agree, 100%. Because like I said, Long Halloween is one of my, I think is a top five Batman story. Um, and, And I know a lot of people said, you know, the three hours were long, but... That is the goal. I of did not feel them. Me neither. And I felt like that is the goal of the the story anyway, right? Because it's supposed to feel. That's why he tells you, like, if you notice, Matt Reeves, make sure that you knew exactly what dates were in there, right? Because he's like, yeah. this started October thirty first and it ended November eighth. Like, you know, what I mean, mm-hmm. it was a long Halloween for Batman, and it's supposed to feel drenched because you're supposed to feel like this was just a long day for this dude and i felt like they did a really good and i I think a lot of people who are like well it was a bit slow it's like it that's also by design because like it's supposed to feel long like you know what i mean it's supposed to feel like this dude has been trying to chase this dude for multiple days and he just can't catch him yet like you know what i mean so i think they did a really good job at drawing that out like making us feel like it was a long halloween so that's why i, I know like hearing some people's opinion and not everyone's but I would love to hear everyone who has watched it put in the comments. Let us know how you feel. But like, I know some people who haven't 
read The Long Halloween and did have that feeling where they said they felt it was a little bit long, but they still really enjoyed the movie, which is which is what I like to hear, too. So, mm. uh, yeah, I so I went to go watch this with my girlfriend and mm. we we were just saying like how we didn't really feel the length of the movie because of how engaging it was mm-hmm. for us personally like that. That movie, I think the only time it maybe drags is a little bit later when the third act is about to start. It's like the ending of the second act, third act, Mm -hmm. you know, when he goes to like kind of visit Alfred and stuff. Yes. I felt like that's kind of like the slowdown of the movie. But Mm -hmm. other than that, the pacing of the movie is so good. It does not waste time. Mm -hmm. It's probably one of the mainstream movies that doesn't have filler in it, right? It's just, there's no useless dialogue. There's no useless scenes to like... Like, the way Matt Reeves directed this movie is fantastic. Mm -hmm. The way he sets up his world, he doesn't just, like, waste the shot completely on just, like, showing you something. You can get a sense of the atmosphere, why a scene is happening. He, The way he sets his his camera shots, and the way the camera director, like, perfectly captured whatever Matt Reeves was trying to do. Like, you know, it's a team effort when Mm -hmm. you're working on a film, and... It just felt like they were all in sync, you know? Absolutely. He, he painted a vision, and that camera team, they, they went out there, and they did exactly what he was looking for. Because you get the whole entire sense of Gotham mm-hmm. when you're watching these scenes. And they didn't really have to, like, take these long, drawn-out shots of Gotham, per se, without something moving the plot forward. It was great. It was, like, kind of doubling down. You know, there wasn't a lot of wasted scenery in this movie. And... It's a long movie. Yeah. So you can only imagine like how much they're really shoving in this movie. You know, it's ah, uh, it's, uh, this movie is so great. Yeah. Wait, it, it works is great. Yeah, and I agree with you too. And uh, I'm glad you brought up the Matt Reeves, uh, like just the direction style and stuff like that, because I felt like also, and I'm glad you brought up Gotham because I felt like Gotham was represented so well in this movie that oh, um, as far as the city itself, right having that really dark dredge like feeling where like Batman always raining, always raining and it's always dark and it always feels gloomy. And then it just adds to mm-hmm. what we were talking about with long Halloween. Like it just feels like this is this long day. And then not to mention the, the way that Batman entered in this movie was probably Amazing. my favorite because it's like, Easy. he literally is entering like this, presence that we want him to be right like i felt like even that first scene right when they go um the 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 one that is in the trailer because i do watch the trailers afterwards but the one that is in the trailer when he first enters the subway right and it's Mm -hmm. like you've got that long the slow steps the no like you know i mean and you're you know someone yeah and they did that boot noise throughout Mm -hmm. the whole movie movie. they set the stage Mm -hmm. that you know he is coming and you hear that stomping Boom. Yeah. Boom. I was like, oh my gosh. And it was perfect because it's like a no nonsense Batman, right? Because this is year Mm. two Batman, which another thing that I love that they reiterated is that like, look, you don't need the story anymore. Like we don't need to know what happened. Even like, we don't need to know what happened to the parents. We know that story already. It's the same. They still somewhat tell it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they don't, like you said, they don't waste their time. Mm -hmm. Through through part of the plot they tell you the origin without really having to tell you. Yeah. Everyone knows who Batman is, but you can see the trauma he has when this kid goes through a similar scenario of him, mm-hmm. of this kid finding his um, dad murdered, mm-hmm. 
and he sees his, that kid in trauma, and you see it in his face through his acting through that mask. You can see him kind of rewinding it in his head. Mm-hmm. They even have a scene later on in the movie where he's kind of like in an alleyway underneath a light. Yep. Um, with Falcone, where you kind of you see that image of him in the alleyway, like you. And they didn't need to like do a flashback to show it. You just know you've seen it so many times mm-hmm. through all these other iterations. You just know it. And I think Matt Reeve takes advantage of the fact that everybody knows Batman by now. Exactly. And, and you can take advantage of that. Yeah. And like you said, I think, um, it, and it, you know, Marvel also did that with spy with the newest Spider-Man. Right. So like, I think it's mm-hmm. nice that like when you're, you're doing a character who's been multiply used and used plenty of times, like we don't need that origin story. And I think your audience, I think it was smarter of Matt Reeves to know his audience, right? Because that's important. Mm-hmm. You know, your audience, you know, that a lot of, People who are coming to watch this are not going to be first time Batman watchers. Right. So or they know something about how Batman's origin has started, even though they've added that little sprinkle of because I know a lot of people don't know about the whole Arkham stuff where like Martha's last name was actually Arkham and things like that, Mm -hmm. which um, and a comic book recommendation if you guys haven't. But there are some really good stories where Martha is Joker and uh, definitely check those out, too. But um Shout out Flashpoint. Exactly. <laughs> right. So I think there's this really good. Um, I think it was really cool to show that. And then even showing that, like how they were doing like a political run, which relates to Bat, you know, to um, Thomas running for mayor. Right. So like, mm-hmm. I thought it was really cool that they were kind of like, hey, here's this timeline. This is what was happening. This is happening again. But like now we're seeing this guy peel like some of the stuff back, like the Riddler is now peeling things back. So you could see like mm-hmm. the corruption and stuff like that. So, and then it also makes you really go, you know what, how much, and it, I think it's always good when you have a villain where people question his motive, but are like, you know what, I can see why he's doing this. Right. And I think with the Riddler, mm-hmm. they did a really good job at making him still the Riddler. Right. Even though this was like a oh. different, te- like, like turn like take on him they still made him the realer they added a little zodiac killer to him and but he would still like here's these riddles you need to come find me and i'm you're not gonna find me because i'm always one step ahead so while we're talking about the riddler Mm -hmm. so the riddler is very interesting so they kind of play on um so when you see the riddler he's kind of like this chill relaxed guy he's arrogant he thinks he knows it all Right, and he always has the answers. But the, I feel like the Riddler we got in this movie is more akin to when the Riddler is against the wall. Like mm-hmm. in comic books, video games, whenever he's against the wall, you see him get a little crazier, yeah. right? He gets a little bit more aggressive. And I feel like the movie just played that Riddler, mm-hmm. right? Kind of throughout the whole thing. And it was great because it, it was still the Riddler, but it was like they focused more on the kind of frantic Riddler that feels like he's cornered. And uh, he's he's a little bit angrier, more aggressive, I guess you could say. Yeah, because he's he's had enough of the situation that's going on because he's also, mm-hmm. which again makes it really good is that they made him a civilian of Gotham, right? So like he's yeah. he's feeling the effects of what the the Waynes did, and like he's feeling those effects of being an orphan himself, which um you know is a really good way of being like here's how these characters to relate to each other also. Like, you know what I mean? And Riddler saying, look, there's like, I was an orphan. Like, you know what I mean? Even though he doesn't know who Bruce is or who Batman is, 
he kind of thinks that, hey, maybe you understand what I'm saying. Like I was an orphan and it's messed up like that. They did this to me, like um, the way that I had to live my life. Like, you know, what I mean, how is that fair to me and all the other mm-hmm. kids like that? We're going through all of this. So I think they did a really good job at just establishing how he was. I love the Easter egg of basically them putting like each note that he put like kind of like referred or was like a reference to a Batman villain, like the rogues gallery. Yeah. If you like pay attention, mm-hmm. you'll see some, some stuff that are like, you know, of the, the, like, it's just really cool for them to do like those little things that I love to see in comic book movies where it's like, Hey, you're like, you don't need to read this, but if you have, here's an Easter egg. Like, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, so, and it's super subtle, mm-hmm, super subtle. It's not in your face, but it also is like, Oh, like it's something nice to when you go back and watch it and you know, like, Oh snap, like that's a shot. Like, like that's a call to uh, poison Ivy or that's a call to like this like villain. So I thought it was really mm-hmm. interesting how they did it. And I loved um Paul's, acting as the Riddler. I thought he was like just phenomenal. Like his voice. Everyone was fantastic. Yeah. That's another thing. I I really did. The cast itself was just, I just such so well casted. Like, you know what I mean? So much talent, so much talent in that cast. And, and, and that's one thing I, I I'm loving to see is that a lot of these actors and high level actors are accepting these comic book roles because, you know, at first we know how comic book movies started. And I mean, we still get Mm -hmm. this, to the to to today where people are like it's not real cinema blah 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 so like and which i can't stand by by these old school directors that are doing that like directors that i like yeah like Scorsese, who i love and respect mm-hmm. and like you know what i mean and a lot of these i just feel like it's too much of a thing where people are like oh let's just bash on these comic book movies in order to prop our movies up like Look, it's a different form of movie. If you don't like it, that's fine. You have a choice to watch it. I just don't feel like you need to bash it in order to prop your movies up. Because some of these movies, like this movie is a perfect example, is really not good cinema. Because I will get into one of my favorite scenes, which was the Batmobile scene. Because (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I've ever been like, I don't know. I was just so giddy during that scene because... It was a perfect culmination of feeling like old school Batman chase, but also just with this modern touch. Right. And it just you felt that, like you said, the camera angles were perfect. Right. So that whole camera angle where it's right behind the car and you feel that. And I watched it in Dolby. So the sound was like my seat was rumbling. Mm, Right. So it's just like, you know, what I mean, and you're just getting that engine (laughs) like you feel that engine going and you're you're in there with Batman trying to make these because you can tell he hasn't been able to do these like major car scenes. Right. Like he hasn't like even Mm -hmm. the character himself hasn't done these major chases with this car yet. Like, you know, what I mean. But him you can be- see the inexperience. Mm-hmm. They um they do a really good job of reminding you throughout the whole film. They just have little subtle ways of reminding you that this is only two years on the job. Yeah. Like he'll make a mistake here and there. Or in the other Batman films or other things that feature Batman, he he seems a little too perfect. Yeah. Like everything's he's got it all figured out. out. Yeah, right. Which mm-hmm. makes sense for a later Batman. Mm-hmm. But like this Batman is just like he's flawed. He's always messing up certain things. And like you said, in this, we can definitely tell he has never been in a car chase mm-hmm. like this before. Yeah. And it shows, but he's still Batman, yeah. right? He's still making like calculated decisions, decisions mm-hmm. because he did train for this. Yeah. He's never, he doesn't have the experience, but he trained for it. So you can see he's, 
making quick decisions on the fly, and it's not the cleanest, but you know he gets the job done. It's really awesome. Yeah, it's such a good scene, and then he hits that ramp, and then like amazing, you see him come out the fire, which yeah. is such a Batman like, and that's why I'm saying <laughs> again, this is why this movie to me is just the mm-hmm. most Batman movie ever because not only like like I said, all these scenes, but also like this was the most we've ever seen um batman in his suit like because there was yes. just so many i was gonna say that <laughs> yeah. later i was gonna this is the batman you <laughs> yeah. see batman imagine going to the movie theater the movie you paid for and you mm-hmm. see the character you wanted mm-hmm. to see yeah in the movie for like 80 percent of it <laughs> yeah absolutely like you see him throughout the whole movie and uh, you see him a lot and you see him even have his dialogues as Batman. Like even when he yes. goes into the, the Batcave, which was also gorgeous, by the way, um, mm-hmm. he goes into the Batcave. Even when he takes off the mask, you know that that's still Batman you're yeah. dealing with. Like, you know, what I mean, even though it's like we saw very small doses of Bruce, right? We saw Bruce in the church scene, which very was, little, which was very really good. Bruce. Yeah. And then you mm-hmm. saw him with, like you said earlier, with the conversation with Alfred. But like. It's so much Batman that we saw, and then when he so gets when he gets out that flame, or right, and then he just walks up the Penguin mm-hmm. like that scene, that shot with the what fire a, behind what a him. Scene. Oh, I mean, come on, like you know what I mean? There was just so many well done things in this movie that again, I want people to like. You, I really do want people to give this movie a chance because there's so much good Batman stuff that we got right, and then like I said, we're gonna go like. Just continuing talking about the cast. Also, I mean, we had Zoe Kravitz playing um, Catwoman, Catwoman. and mm-hmm. she plays Catwoman to the the Catwoman that she needed to play was the one that she played. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yes. So I, I think I want like I, I know a lot. I've seen a lot of people, um, some people online say, you know, oh, she doesn't do much like as far as things. But I was like, that's not like that's not I personally a de- enjoyed her performance. Mm-hmm. Like, me, too. And I'm like, that's not the Catwoman that's fully developed yet, right? Like, first of all, right. she just not even like, she just knows that she has like a certain sign of skills. She hasn't even really started her thieving journey yet. Right. Where she's like, Oh, it's me against the world kind of thing. Like she's getting mm-hmm. to that. So this is kind of like, in a sense, her origin story, right. That we're seeing before our a lot eyes. Of people's origins. Honestly, mm-hmm. a lot of the rogues gallery, yeah. this is their origin story. You know, it may not be Batman's origin, but as far as the rogues gallery, absolutely, this is kind of their their beginning. You know, mm-hmm. this is where they start, and we need that because, uh, um, you know, with when you have such an intense, um, and in such a a vast and diverse rogues gallery like Batman's, because I don't think anyone will argue that Batman has the best rogues gallery, right? I don't think anyone debates that, right? Like, he's definitely number one as far as <laughs> as rogues gallery goes. Do you think so? I I mean I I know there's some people up there. Sp- Spider-Man's it's up close. there. Spider-Man's yep, definitely I was up there. Say Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider-Man's uh, definitely up there. But you I You know what? It's 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 a tough You're, one. Though. I will say Batman is number 1. You yeah. know, I, I will I'll say it right here. Mm-hmm. Batman does have the best rogues. Yeah, I will. I, like I said, I think it's just something that I don't. But and I, if someone said Spider Man, I wouldn't be like, "Oh no, you're out of your mind." Like because obviously yeah, you can go. You know what I mean? You can definitely make twice. that. I'll yeah. be like, you know what? I yeah. can see that. You can you make know, that I, argument. I wouldn't blink twice. Yeah, yeah you can totally <laughs> make that argument. But I'm just saying, as far as like, I guess as far as like, um, people knowing exactly who they are and kind of mm-hmm. knowing every single one of their stories, uh, I feel like Batman is that person. So. 
I feel like just having, when you have that big of a rogues gallery that you do need to sprinkle in their origin stories, like kind of like this movie did. Right. Cause we saw, yeah. we saw Riddlers, we saw penguins. Right. And then we saw, yeah. you know, we saw Catwoman's who's, who's basically an anti-hero. And then you see like all of these different stories and then we'll get on, talk about the other one later, but you mm -hmm. know what I mean? You see these little stories and you see them coming. And I love what they did with the penguin. Because they finally oh del God. like delve into that crime lord like thing mm -hmm. of him being this crime boss. We got away from him being short and it being a D form, but he still mm -hmm. looks like the penguin. He still acts like the penguin and he still feels like the penguin. And you don't I have to say mm -hmm. I really love the twins in this movie. Oh my gosh, the twins. <laughs> they were put great. the twins in this movie, his main henchmen. So yeah. Penguin always had twins. Mm -hmm. Whether they be females, males. They, he always had twin henchmen. Yeah. And the twins in this movie are fantastic. He has, They have three run-ins with Batman. Mm -hmm. Whether it be Batman, Bruce Wayne, they had three run-ins, and each time was unique and yeah. hilarious. And it was so good. <laughs> so subtle, too, right? Because it's like, yeah. <laughs> the first one he walks in, and it's like, he's like, you know who I am. <laughs> it's just like, yep. and then he says the same thing as Bruce. And, I, and it's yep. so funny. It's because the third time is when they're like, Huh? Like you know what I mean? Like the third time he's not playing games, yeah. he just sneaks past them. Mm -hmm. he, he's like, "Yeah, I'm not doing this." Yeah, a third we're not time. doing this a third time. But <laughs> yeah, showing Penguin's origin and just showing not not his like origin, but basically setting up his backstory. And now we know, like, if we need because also, um, they are setting up a Gotham show for HBO Max with Penguin. I don't know if you knew that. I did hear about that? Yeah. Yes, with, uh, they're doing a a PD. Mm -hmm. For the Gotham PD, yep. and they're also doing a Penguin, yes, and it's like his rise, yeah, which is to, great um, because yeah, you get in, you're getting a high quality actor. That's one thing, right? Very high quality. So that and James Gordon, who in this movie also loved him too. I loved him, right? Loved it. So, um, and he always gets HBO jobs. I just noticed that. Um, I forget the <laughs> actor's name on the top of my head, but he's in Westworld, fantastic. He always gets HBO. I love him, but um, he was great, and then like. I think it's, I think, and with the success of Peacekeeper, um, Peacemaker, I'm sorry, uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> definitely the spinoffs of these movies, you know, they, we, we do see some success with that. So if you can get like, you know, the same stories involved and stuff like that, like you can definitely, I don't know if you watched Peacemaker, but Suicide Squad came out and then we had the TV show of Peacemaker. And I think DC can really get into something um, well with these spinoffs, especially if you're getting these good actors, great directors, great actors involved in it, you can always throw Batman into one of those episodes. You can always throw someone really? into those episodes. Like, you know, you can even, even, um, uh, what you call it? You can throw Catwoman, you know, she might make a return and then you have an uh, episode based off of her and she tells you what your journey is like, her journey is like, like if you're doing Gotham PD, you can still sprinkle in these little, these little characters, but you can also build uh, a lot of these backstories and a lot of stories. And, you know, we do know a lot of stories do come out of Gotham because I mean, Gotham PD, because I mean, hush being one of my favorite stories was heavily involved with the Gotham PD. So if we get hush, yeah. you know, I will be a happy man also. <laughs> and hush leads into certain other characters. Exactly. Rising, you know, mm -hmm. if you read the comic books, you know, which character it leads into yep, we a certain individual that likes wearing red. Yep. 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 <laughs> yep. So, <laughs> yes. So, I mean, like, there's so many things and I'm, I'm excited for what this movie brought. And I'm going back to um, 
Catwoman because um I didn't I feel like we didn't talk enough, but like she what she was meant to play was great, right? Like she did her job. She yeah. was this new, you know, up and coming. Like she wasn't really the full Catwoman that a lot of us know um at her right. as yet. So I thought she did really well, like being this, you know, great looking character, being this character that isn't a love interest, like not maybe not a love interest yet, but definitely sparking that yeah. that that wholeness of Bruce, right? Because um one of my like I do feel like this movie and I this is nitpicking. I don't know if it's nitpicking, but I do feel like this movie didn't show us a lot of Bruce Wayne, which I was okay with. But I can understand okay yeah, which <laughs> I can understand, I can understand where if someone was like, I feel like we didn't see enough of him. Right. And I, I can get that. I can understand that. Um, as a person who's mm. read all the comics and all that stuff, like I'm okay with what we just got because I feel right. like I know who Bruce Wayne is and I feel like Robert Pattinson can pull it off anyway, especially the Bruce Wayne that he was asked to play. I, I would have liked to see just a little bit more, but, um, we set that up, right? Because now you do see this this love interest because Batman is, I mean Bruce Wayne is a lover boy too, right? Like he he does get into all these uh, random relationships with these villains or these anti heroes or whatever. So I do like that they showed that, but it also showed like it also showed Bruce uh, Batman being like I, I could maybe I have a way of getting out of this, right? Like I'm I'm not obviously I'm always going to stay with my city because one of the best mm -hmm. lines that um catwoman said was like basically like you're already taken meaning like yes because you're already taken by gotham like that's his yeah. true love right and i thought mm -hmm. that line was was wonderful and then she's just like really well if was. you change your mind like you know what i mean and then she mm -hmm. goes off on her own so i think the the catwoman she was supposed to play and the one that we needed for this movie was the one that we got I agree. I, I think everyone plays their role really well for the world that was in tone set mm -hmm. for us. Yeah. You know, every everyone really fit into the world that is set for us. And I always like to think of movies in that way where like, you know, we're big comic book nerds and things like that. But you also have to understand that you, you got to ask yourself, does this character make sense for mm -hmm. the setting that I'm given? You can't just say, well, I wanted Batman to be this way because it's the way I read him. Yeah. But it wouldn't make sense for Batman to act a certain way if the rest of the world was like kind of dark and gritty or happy go lucky and stuff. And he's yeah. kind of broody. Like you get me, you have yeah, to absolutely. fit. You have to fit the, tone is yeah, the tone. And that's a, a big thing about moviegoers. And even uh, me developing that as I watch these movies is like, you do have to understand that there are certain things can't be written for, for TV, like for, for new, for, I guess for new watchers. Right. Because like, we're yeah, like you said, we're in tune with all of that, right? But like we know the history, but we're also in the minority history. though, right? Because we're not mm -hmm. the target audience. Like as much as people want, want we want to think that and would love to do, like you do have to set this world up for new coming people because those are the people who go a lot of casual people go watch movies, and that's how your movie actually takes off, is if you have to be able to tell, which is why I like when you change stories and make a modern. Like, which again, this movie did a really good job at being like, you know what? I know it knew his audience. And a lot of you guys know who Batman is. We don't have to go mm. through all of this again. Right. So I think they did a really good job at doing that. So I, like I said, for me, I just felt like they, they knew, um, Matt Reeves did a really good job at knowing what he, he wanted, what he wanted to put out there. Um, I think I like, I, my, my few gripes 
Um, I think me personally, but this is again a personal thing. Yeah, let's talk um, about gripes. Yeah. I my gripe, All I, right. I would have liked to seen a little more Alfred. Me personally. I felt like Alfred was there <laughs> and like it kind of was and the reason why I say that is because right. like I didn't feel that impact that I was supposed mm. to feel mm. in the hospital scene because we yep. didn't get enough Alfred. Like I didn't and get enough time to like like to to you know if if I was watching this as a person who doesn't know anything about mm-hmm. Batman, right? I don't feel like we got enough time to actually establish that oh, this is basically your father like relationship. Okay. And that oh, you hit it yeah. right on the nail. I was talking about this mm-hmm. with my girlfriend and I'm literally we get out of the movie theater and I'm just like I'm talking about everything I love, but I, when, when it gets to the part where we're talking about like the things that like could have used some work, that was the first thing I brought up. Mm-hmm. I was like, I didn't care about Alfred mm-hmm. getting, you know, hurt. And it would have made more sense later on. Cause the scene we get later on when he visits him in the hospital, it, it kind of clashes what the tone is set mm-hmm. earlier, mm-hmm. right? The tone set earlier is literally Alfred, you know, trying to tell him, hey, kiddo, maybe you should do this. And, you know, you still got to live a life outside the costume. And he's just like, shut up. You're not my dad. Yeah. You know, and and then, boom, it happens early. And now he cares. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like obvious. Yeah, he cares. But the tone we were getting earlier in the movie is completely different from the scene we had later where, you know, he had more empathy for Alfred and uh, I felt that kind of clashed a little mm-hmm. bit. And like you said, we didn't get enough. Yeah. Like we got like two scenes barely before, you know, they went and kablooed Alfred essentially, yeah. right? And I feel like if and, we would have gotten a scene in between that of like mm-hmm. maybe maybe that would have been a good good thing for a flashback. Like of of Bruce thinking about a time where Alfred like helped him out like as a child, right? Or something along those lines. I'm not saying it had to be a flashback. I'm just throwing out yeah. ideas, but like I don't something... think it had to be a flashback, but mm-hmm. something that shows their connection. Yeah. Because throughout the whole movie, he like this is a broody Batman. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a Batman that's very much is still hurt mm-hmm. by his parents' death. I mean that's Batman in general, but yeah. like this is a Batman where he really, really has not gotten over this. You mm-hmm. know? Like he is like fresh you know, I hate everything that <laughs> yeah. is bad in this city, you know, and he kind of lashes out at Alfred, which makes sense for an early Batman that's still angry. You know, this is, he says it all the time in, yeah. throughout the movie. I am vengeance. Like, yeah. he is just this kind of aggressive righteousness. And, yeah, we we don't really have that camaraderie that we'd normally get, like in the Nolan films, where you kind of get this back yeah. and forth between Bruce and Alfred. You get the father where, figure. Like, you get, you exactly. Do, yeah. And they're kind of chummy and things like that. We didn't really get that here. And, you know, like you said, it, we didn't have really a scene to make us really care that Alfred got injured. Yeah. We cared because we know who Alfred is and what he means. Mm-hmm. But the movie itself didn't establish that, like, we should really care that Alfred is kind of, you know, hurt or anything like that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, like, I think even if they would have done a scene where, like, Alfred comes and saves him like, you know, like Alfred does in the cartoons and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, come pick up his body. I mean, we even saw it in the dark Knight, where he's just like, you know, I mean, and the, the Nolan trilogy where he's like, you did all those pushups. Like you said, that chumminess, right. and like, you do all those pushups and you can't move a log, but like he always yeah, exactly. came back to him. Right. And like, 
Mm-hmm. We got some, we like, I know they tried to do that when he's like, there's a bowl of raspberries there. Like when they tried to do it for the right. breakfast, I just felt like we could have used maybe just one more scene, maybe just yeah. like one more scene right before the, like the Kabloomy thing happens. Like, you know what I mean? If we had mm-hmm. one more scene to just like reiterate, like, Hey, you, you know, you lost your father, but like Alfred is your father. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he's the one who raised you. He's the one who trained you because even in this one, he says it, he says that I'm the one who trained you. Like, you know what I mean? Right. He says it in this. So you, you kind that, of like a, an earth one. Exactly. Thing. Where he tells him, like, I trained you. Like I, you know, I wanted you to, you know, do these things. And I felt like we could have used that and it would have made that scene in the hospital just hit a little bit harder. Right. Like mm-hmm. it would have hit like, Oh, like, damn, he really does love him. Like, yeah, he was being, he was just being a brat earlier because like, you know, right. he thinks he knows it all because it's still year two Batman, which he does mm-hmm. think he knows it all. Exactly. But like, you know, it would have, it would have really sealed that and it would have really made it hit home just, um, just for that thing. So that was probably like my major gripe with it. I don't think I had any other, like I had some, you know, some other things where, Oh, I had one. (laughs) Go ahead. What else did you have? So my major gripe besides the Alfred actually is I felt like the third act was a bit sloppy. Mm -hmm. And I could see that only reason I felt this way is it, it felt like the movie wanted to end like five times. <laughs> that yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> it, I it felt will like say it, that. It, mm-hmm. And and it's over. He saved the day. Oh, we're still going. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay, okay, that's cool. Because if it ended there, I thought I would have thought this ending was trash. I'm glad yeah. it's still going. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And it's ending here. Eh, I guess it was better than the last yeah. time you tried it. Oh, we're not ending. Oh, we're still going. Yeah. We're still going. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. And you know, and Catwoman saves him, mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, I guess that's the ending. And then nope, it keeps going. You yeah. know, so it, I felt like the movie kept trying to end, and it kind of like was a go break, go yeah. break break and uh and the only reason i even noticed is because the rest of the movie is so immaculate yeah. with its pacing that when it does stop you're like oh you like you hit the brakes hard and you kind of yeah. fly forward a little you're like what happened yeah you know? <laughs> it kind of did feel i know you know when you mentioned it i did feel that way like we could have had like five separate endings um i was okay with what we got but yeah you are completely right with the, right. the way that it felt like five um it did mm. feel like five different endings it, it and, felt like it was trying to end like the curtain was about to close yeah and then they kept acting so they reopened the curtain yeah. like oh we're still They're, going oh, you yeah. know and yeah yeah <laughs> here keep the, going. the ending we actually got in the end was great yeah, and yeah. very symbolic and how it's it shows what batman's gonna do carrying forward he no mm. longer wants to just be the symbol of vengeance yeah. and fear he wants to be he hope? wants to actually be a hero mm-hmm. You know, he wants to be that symbol that's going to carry Gotham onto its next stages beyond what just happened in this movie. And, and I feel Gotham. like that was such a great development. Yeah. That was a great development. And it just shows that love for Gotham that we were talking about, mm-hmm. right? Like that love that he has for that city. Like he no longer, and he also is like, you know what? I can't be this madman who essentially is just going out beating <laughs> right. up people. Like I have to do more as a hero and more so that this city does come behind me like you know help me with these things i also do love how they hinted at the venom by the way um <laughs> towards mm-hmm. the end of that that yeah, whole when he uh, pumps fight scene yeah with the green yeah kind of uh make yeah. sure bane. yeah bane yeah we're just gonna a little mm-hmm. bane thrown in there so uh the, yeah that that was really cool and um yeah the ending that we got where it does like we said show that symbolicness of hey i this this guy really cares for this city more than just mm-hmm. trying to fear put fear into people's like I want he wants to use fear as a source 
for people to understand. But hey, this is like I do genuinely care for the city. So I and that, that ending scene was perfect. The yeah. way he, he does like the sacrifice into the water and mm-hmm. things like that. And obviously, you know, he's going to be OK. Yeah. But the, the scene that really got me is when he's helping everyone yeah. outside of that and he's holding the flare and everyone is following, following him. him. Yeah. He's literally well symbolically, shot if you're in the cinema if you're in the cinema and yeah. shots and stuff like that. The he's symbolically bored. carrying Gotham into the light. Yeah. You know, and he's leading them into a new future. And it was like such a beautiful up top Grand Theft Auto scene of yeah. just like watching him lead them into the oh. light. Now that like, you talk, I got goosebumps. <laughs> yeah, he is literally leading Gotham into the light, into the future after this very dark and grim kind of thing mm-hmm. they went through. And I was just like, oh, that is so beautiful. That is awesome. And it's something only movie nerds are really going to yeah. really get, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because I felt the same way. And I was just like, because I, I mean, I was watching that scene and I was like, oh, what? I, I'm in my head like, what a fabulous shot. Like, it's this character that is known for being a dark character known mm-hmm. for all this stuff but also the symbolicness of a bat essentially holding light like you know what i mean like yeah. that just it's, that and leading him like you said it's just it's so symbolic and just so just how you see it and how it plays out it's just it's it's truly wonderful like matt reeves deserves a lot of credit for the way that he does this movie you was directed the way that he helped write it it's just a well written yeah. mm-hmm, well written movie well do- like directed um, and like I said, there's, I know people, you, there's going to be some, but genuinely I'm seeing a lot of people at, on, um, as of right now, it's actually the highest rated audience Rotten Tomato score. So, which is which great, which says a lot because that means a lot of people have gotten past that whole Robert Pattinson thing and they watched mm-hmm. it and they gave it a chance and people have really enjoyed it. So I'm happy to see that. I'm always happy when all these movies do successful, like I want all comic book movies to be great. Like I know people always think, Oh, you know, you're being like, I'm not one of those guys who are fanboys. I have an unlimited supply of both of those comic books in my house. Yes, like, you know what I mean? So. I'm a fan of comics. I'm a fan of great stories. So I do not want to see any studio fail, like any of them fail when it comes exactly. to mo- making movies, because I want more. Like I wouldn't, if you would have told me 10 years ago, we would have gotten even 10 years ago when, I mean, Marvel still became popular that we would have gotten the universes that we've gotten and just the amount mm-hmm. of storytelling that we've gotten. It's just, you know, I would have never dreamed it. I mean, 20 years ago as a kid, when I really got into this stuff, like, you know, 20, you know, year 25 years ago, yeah. it's just like, I would have never thought we would have seen this because of the, and now that we're getting these well made movies and well directed and these big name actors are coming to do these movie roles it, it makes me happy so yeah back then you know only shazam you were watching oh, was man. with uh shack <laughs> oh man but yeah so yeah so now we that we have this this world and this rich you know stories and I, i'm i'm hoping i saw the the box numbers they did they're doing well i think it made like 300 million over the weekend and stuff like that which is a great I opening hope that they have more success mm-hmm. this, i hope they make a billion me too i hope it makes a lot of money so because uh patterson did a, an interview and he said he's down to come back he's down to do another one and they want to do court of owls which uh again a oh, top five love it. <laughs> top five batman story so if we get Easy. if yeah if you give me court of owls if you give me hush um oh and then we didn't even talk about this which uh before we wrap it up uh, we did get a little Joker reference. We they did it really smart, 
right? I think um, mm-hmm. they did it really smart by not actually showing us who Cut was them playing the them. Uh, they didn't yeah. show us, even though it is, um, I forget the actor's name, but he was in Internals. Um, gosh, who did he? Uh, the He played like the Dark Knight in the Eternals, right? Yeah, he was, no. he, he was in Eternals. Was he the Black Knight? No, no, no he he's, um, Knight he's not Black Knight. He's, um, dr- it starts with a D. Oh. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I know yeah, who you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> he, 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 yeah, he played him. He did the voice. Um, he did a really cool, mm-hmm. really nice Joker voice. Really great laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely got that tone that of the Joker because we know who it is, right? Like he's just like yeah. the city that that whole little dialogue where he's talking, and then it it definitely sets up, you know, Joker just coming out and then getting all these you know villains, and then we can get a bigger. You know, a story like that, but I thought he yeah, did a really good Yeah, one thing I thought they were going to do mm-hmm. in this movie is with the Riddler and the way everything turned out, it looked like they were setting up for, I don't know if you ever read the comic, it was in the New 52 Zero Year. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, that involved the Riddler yep. basically bringing Gotham back down to, like, no technology, yeah. you know, kind of caveman times. Because he flooded it. Like, oh, that. my gosh. Yeah, he did exactly like, oh the God, same story. Yeah. Zero Year? Are yeah. Zero Year? Yeah, yeah so, I was pretty excited. And, oh. yeah, with the Joker... I thought maybe, and I was like, no, they can't be doing like the war between jokes and riddles. Yes. Yeah, and they're, they're kind of enemies. Yeah. You know, here it looks like they're trying to be allies. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So it um, looked interesting. But I will say, when you kind of hear the laugh and you see who it is, I did kind of roll my eyes a little. Yeah. Because I was just like, oh, I'm so tired of the joke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? I was like, ah. Yeah. I mean, especially because I, it would, but like I said, I like that they did that because you don't really, it doesn't have to be Joker, right? Uh, even though we got heavy reference it to it, it being heavily. heavily referenced and we are like, yeah, it's a Joker. It doesn't have to be. And on top of that, yeah. not showing his face means you show, you don't know, it can be its own Joker. You can still, if you wanted to make a collab with, you know, the Walking Phoenix Joker, you can. Yeah. Not necessarily that I do. I think those two worlds fit. But, um, you know what I mean? Even though they're both really dark, like they're darker styles, I just don't think the Walking Joker, yeah, as much as I love that movie, is... is just not the same world. Because that's, that's like a hyper-realistic world. You know what I mean? So Yeah. I would say the Walking Phoenix Joker is more like the Nolan films where it's like hyper realistic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Realistic where this movie is a little bit loose. It, yeah. it understands it's a movie mm-hmm. and you get that sense. And one of the moments is literally in the Batman car chase scene when you see him like that ramp magically appears yeah. in front of him basically. It, it for for like a split second you're like oh right this is a movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like <laughs> you okay know, he he's going to do something epic like you know. Yeah, so. it was badass. <laughs> But the movie understands exactly what it is. It doesn't try to be over-realistic. And frankly, I, I actually enjoy the fact that, uh, you know, Batman's a bit more floaty. He's allowed mm-hmm. to be a bit more cartoonish, yeah. I guess you could say. But mm-hmm. other than that, I mean, I would still say this is this movie is like 90% realism based yeah. and grounded realistic. Yeah. But it does have that leeway of like, eh, yeah, screw it. Let him jump around. Yeah, let him jump around for sure. Yeah. <laughs> let him do that. Like, you know what I mean? So, yeah. It, yeah. It was definitely, like we said, overall, um, and our, my, my, I mean, this, it will be our final thoughts, but overall, I thought it was fantastic. I thought they did a lot of really, really good things, and I think this is a good way to build this world. And it's what I've been saying of, of all along with what DC needs to do is, um, you know, go away from trying to create the universe because you've already yep. kind of messed Abandoned. that up. But what you can do is you can make good 
movies. If you just make great movies, mm-hmm. you have one of the best reset buttons ever in Flashpoint that you haven't used yet. So if you ever needed to, you could, but you've also have one of the best, you have great DC stories that involve the multiverse. You have crisis on the infinite earth. You can go so many places with just building good stories and them not being connected. So I think they did, this is a, a step in the right direction of doing it this way. So um, what were your final thoughts? My final thoughts is everyone should go watch this movie. This, mm-hmm. if you are a Batman fan, if you are a cinema fan, if you are fan of blessing your eyeballs, go watch this movie. It is fantastic. I absolutely enjoyed my time there. Um, it's one of probably the most well-directed movies I've seen in a while. Mm-hmm. It's uh, incredible storytelling. You know, it has its issues, like. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, you kind of like pick out like little things, but the only reason you see those little things that aren't absolutely perfect is because the rest of the movie is so tight knit, amazing, like just well made. And mm-hmm. if you see something like a little bit beneath that quality, that's the only thing that reason those things stand out. It's because everything else is so amazing. And uh, this is, if the Dark Knight didn't exist, I've said this before, and you can easily quote me, if the mm. Dark Knight didn't exist, this is the best Batman movie. You can't. I'm going to say that. Yeah. If the Dark Knight didn't <laughs> exist, this is the best Batman movie. Okay. Now, is Robert Pattinson the best Batman? Mm. I wouldn't say that, but in terms of overall the movie, yeah, this is an amazing film. Right. And Robert Pattinson does a great job. And everything is just so wonderful in this movie. the talent the storytelling the moments and everything made sense i didn't sit there and scratch my head and be like ah, i don't know if that fits like no everything was great with very little flaws and uh everyone should go watch it yeah absolutely and um yeah i like like i said for me and like i said this doesn't mean it's the best but this was definitely the most batman feeling movie that we've mm-hmm. ever watched like i've ever watched and i'm Again, hardcore. I mean, I've got Batman tattooed to my body. So, like, <laughs> so, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, I, I agree with you um, on that, on those ends. And I, I'm going to wait, but I, I do want to do a ranking, which we might bring Richard back of all the Batman movies. I know Kyle oh, really do. wants to do that. So, I'm here. I'm I know, here to start the controversy. Yeah, I know I'm you here. and Kyle. So, <laughs> Kyle wants to do that. He's definitely going to be in on that. But, um, Richard, before we go, let let everyone know where we can find you. I'm going to put your links in the description, but let everyone know where they can find you. Uh, you can find me in a place in the universe, maybe somewhere north or south. Um, you know, just uh, put out my Richard symbol out to the sky, and much like no. Batman, I'll go towards it. Okay, perfect. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, um, right now I'm not doing too much. Um, I've been pretty busy. So, uh, you know, if you want to hit me up, I guess I have one of those Twitter things at God tier underscore rich. Yeah, you know, uh-huh. I, I have one of those if you guys want to, but yeah, and a YouTube page, yeah. you know, <laughs> I got one of those, you know, it's there. It's, it's gathering dust. Uh, it's a little archived right now, okay. but uh, you know, if you want to check me out, you know, come see me at friend simulator. You there know, if you, if you need a friend from a distance, a very far distance distance where we're still, you know, Stay away from me right now. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, come check out Friend Simulator on uh, YouTube. Um, I am thinking of making a grand turn nice. right now because I've been on a little bit of a hiatus. Um, 
because I'm doing many things. (laughs) But yeah, come check me out there. Perfect. And I'll I'll put the links in the description. If you guys want to go follow, please go do that. Um, And like you heard it here first, you know, the comeback. So you heard it here first, just saying. (laughs) Anyway, we want to know what you guys think. Also, please put the, you know, like, hit the comments, but hit the comment session. Let us know what you thought about the movie. And, you know, if you want to, just let us know what you think, like your little ranking, maybe give us a top three, see what you, uh, what you got up there. So, um, thank you, Richard, for coming in, talking some comics. I mean, talking some Batman with me. I do appreciate you, bro. Uh, no, thank you. I've been dying to talk (laughs) about this movie. Not enough people have seen it Mm -hmm. and I am just happy that I was able to speak about it. Nice. So definitely thank you for joining me on this. Everyone else, thank you. If you guys stuck around to the end of the video, you are my favorites. And uh, you'll only know that if you stuck around to the end. So if you haven't, then you won't know that you're my favorite. So, all right. So that's going to be it for us. Until next time, Fire Team out.